<laughs> Welcome back to another uncultured episode of the Burning Eden Podcast. I am Bath, your suave, smooth, spicy Satanist. And I'm Mel, your favorite big titty heathen. So Mel, I'm a little bit concerned. Why? I saw your last post on Facebook, which mm. read, holy fuck, and a bunch of crying emojis with no context. Yeah. Are you okay? Oh, it's nothing. I'm just, you know, crying about two gay angels who were obviously in love with each other for literally the millennia. And uh, they finally kiss when they finally kiss. The one angel chose poorly. And now we have to wait like three to five years to see what fucking happens. Uh, remind me to never ask about anything again. That's fair. But for real, though, for realsies, go watch uh, Good Omens. It's a fantastic show. So, like, rule 34 for the Bible? I mean, basically. Yeah. 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 Speaking of Good Omens, uh, just want to remind our listeners that we have a Patreon. Patreon.com. If you would like to support us and you like what we do, please consider becoming a subscriber to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash burning in 666. You can be a sinner for only three bucks a month. We'll give you a thank you message. Or you can become a heathen for $6.66 per month. We will give you a thank you message as well. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. And we'll shout you out on every episode. It is indeed exhausting, but we do it just for you. You can also be a blasphemer if you really like what we do. And you start getting all this swag. You get a sticker, a shirt, a poster, a hoodie. Uh, and whatever else you would like us to send you in the mail. And uh, But if you like us more than we like ourselves, you can become a diabolical level on Patreon.com for 50 bucks a month. We will do all of those shady things for you. And you will, excuse me, you will get access to an early episode. Holy shit. Yes. You know you want to. Do you know you want to? We will do shady things for you. All the sh in the shade, maybe, mm. too. Mm. <laughs> well, where's your third one? I, I you, can't. You I can't. Okay, I, fine. It, I'll, it's, I'll a... it's fine. <laughs> My third nipple. <laughs> what? Oh, we should get... Yeah, never mind. Never mind. What? You know when you buy a set of pasties? I no. buy a set of three. No, I was going to say... <laughs> One of the swag options should be your third nipple as a sticker. <laughs> it just says Babs third nipple. Oh, no. You know, we don't laugh at people's medical conditions on the show. Uh, on today's episode, we have the absolute pleasure of speaking to the lovely ladies, from, lovely ladies from the Cheers to Leaving podcast. See, I I can say things in English. That's uh, Their names are Rachel and Molly. What's up? <laughs> so many people on screen. What the hell? It's a party. Now it's an orgy. Oh, I say? forgot to hit record. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Listen, I know where you live. Okay. That's never happened before, ever. <laughs> never. Ever. <laughs> Good Lord. How are you doing, ladies? You know, just trying to contain the laughter. 
I forgot that I was on your podcast for a minute because I was just sitting here like smiling, enjoying watching the show. I was like, this is fun. So we're just oh and then I was like, oh shit, hey. <laughs> I'm like nervously like holding my crystal, just like, okay, and we're gonna come on. And, and then I forgot that we were guests. <laughs> <laughs> and screams the shit show. But yes. Well, welcome. Welcome to the show. Yeah, you work very hard to, to to have the shit show put together poorly. So mm-hmm. we are glad that uh, you both are on today. We're so happy to be on the shit show. I love it. I boom, love boom, it. boom. But before we get to know you a little bit better, do you know what time it is? Time to cry. Yes, but do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for... For a tradition, we would love our multiple guests to <laughs> read the Bible verse of the day. What do you have for us today? Well, first of all, I had to pull out my old Bible from college oh, that all of my church friends wrote in, and they oh. highlighted all of their favorite oh, verses. And like a notes book? Me. Yeah, it's gross. My name is, like, inscripted on the Holy oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. It was gross. I was, like, going through it. I was like, oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> traumatizing <laughs> myself to get this Bible verse of the day for you. I am so we sorry. Like, I did this for you. <laughs> 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 what you made me do? <laughs> <laughs> um, and in, you know, cheers to leaving fashion, I will be long-winded. So it's a long-winded verse. That's fine. <laughs> it's so good, though. I mean, go for it's it. so bad. Go for it. I'm, I'm sure there's nothing wrong with this verse or anything no. fucked no. up about it. Not at all. No. <laughs> all right. So this is 1 Timothy 5, 9 through 15. Ooh. No widow may be put on the list of widows unless she is over 60, has been faithful to her husband, and is well known for her good deeds, such as bringing up children, showing hospitality, washing the feet of the Lord's people, helping those in trouble, and devoting herself to all kinds of good deeds. As for younger widows, do not put them on such a list, for when their sensual desires overcome their dedication to Christ, they want to marry. Thus, they bring judgment on themselves, because they have broken their first pledge. Besides, they get into the habit of being idle and going about from house to house. And not only do they become idlers, but also busybodies who talk nonsense, saying things sh- they should, they ought not to. So I counsel young widows to marry, to have children, to manage their homes, and to give the enemy no opportunity for slander. Some have, in fact, already turned away to follow Satan. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Wow. Amen. So what amen? So where is this list? Is there like uh yeah, I don't know. List. I, I think it's like a, a widows list. town list. So it's a list of widows. Book of widows. Timothy was like telling the church, like, you're gonna have like this list of widows you're gonna help out. Oh, like, oh. help out and maybe be eligible to buy for them. Mm. But you can't be on the list if you still get horny. And if you didn't wash people's feet and like do oh, all the and do take things care. that women only do, yeah. So it's more like the the unfuckable list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so no gilfs. Got it. Okay. No gilfs. No gilfs at all. The unfuckable list. There's so many good titles. <laughs> but like, there are some widows who you know they sold their souls to Satan already, so they can't be on the list. They're not this allowed. Is true. God no. damn it. It just makes me think, like, is Timothy Santa? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
You text it twice. <laughs> the list of widows. <laughs> check, check. Fucked, fucked, fucked. I'm fuckable. Didn't wash husband's feet. <laughs> Not on the list. But wait, no. Like, isn't like Damn. washing of the feet is like a metaphor for like a blowjob or some shit or sex or you know? Maybe I mean, didn't like Mary Magdalene like wash Jesus' feet and like dry it with her long mm-hmm. hair? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that all about? I mean, if Jesus was a good guy, he would he would have held her hair while she, she was washing the feet. With, you know? She didn't dry it with a curtain. She dried it with the carpet. I was gonna say they don't specify what the hair. She yeah, what hair? Squatted, so you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry, I, my brain works in mysterious way, like the Lord. So, uh, <laughs> God damn it! Well, that was great. Yeah, thank you for You're sharing. And that was the. Wonder what list I would be on. <laughs> Definitely say one. Things. No, you saw yourself. <laughs> the big city list for sure. <laughs> fuck yeah, fuck yeah. I worked hard for them, okay? Um, so we we would love to get to know the both of you. Um if you can, without being, you know, you know, triggered PTSD, whatever. Um, can you tell us your religious background and how you got to where you are today as far as your atheism or wh- whichever you uh, identify as, please? Whoever wants to go first. Oh, nose goes. Okay. I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going first. (laughs) Well, I don't feel like I get triggered anymore because we also have a podcast where we talk about, that's not true. I do get triggered. (laughs) Not when telling like this specific story. I feel like we've talked about it a lot and Mm -hmm. we talk about it every other week. Um, Yeah. So... God, where to begin? In the beginning, when God In created the, the heavens. <laughs> I came out of my mother's vagina. <laughs> and it was very bright. Um, <laughs> from darkness I came and I entered the world. Right. Painful existence. Okay. Um so I, I always question when I really started deconstructing every time I get asked this question because as a lot of – I mean, some people had like specific moments, right, in their life when they were like, nah, I'm, I'm done with this. And then right. some people, I think it was a slow burn. And then some people kind of just woke up one day and they were like, I don't believe this anymore. So – Mine I would describe as probably more of a slow burn Mm. Um, and just sort of like checking out like on the whole thing, but not really admitting anything, not really Mm. kind of like working through it, but just not really going to church anymore, but then like still hanging on to the idea of like, oh, no, I totally believe in God. That's, you know, Mm. but not really like sitting with that and being like, well, what does that even mean? So I would probably say it started around 2021. Um, because I had my daughter out of woodlock um, <gasps> at 20. Yes. <laughs> Which there's already so many stigmas. You know? Were you on the list, though? Oh. You were not on the list. Which though. list? Now it was the widow. Which one? She was a widow. She was, a baby. <laughs> she was on the baby mama list. Not the baby, baby mama. Baby mama. <laughs> 
the uh what is it the 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 scarlet woman yeah you oh, have scarlet, the scarlet letter on your, yes. on your chest yeah everywhere you letter, the one who yeah. shall be stoned the stony right. list yes the horror babylon i will take it <laughs> I, was say, I think it was the horror babylon <laughs> um in reality it was just lack of sex ed i mean that's <laughs> That made my downfall. So, so you started questioning not too long ago, a couple, a few years ago, 2021, you said? No, 20, oh, I was 20 or 21. Oh, okay. Holy shit. The age of 20 or 21. Oh, not I heard the like year 2021. <laughs> I, I apologize oh. for him. He's he's kind of slow. I'm <laughs> dumb. I'm foreign. I'm ESL. No, can't you can't use that. <laughs> no, he left. He was like, I can't be a part of this podcast anymore. <laughs> I at least, you know, remove him at least once an episode. It's we fine. need like one person of color here to balance. <laughs> this, okay. Listen, I'm half Guatemalan, so I'm I know I'm white, one and a half people of color. <laughs> anyway, I was say, I'm most, like second most tan here, but when I was young, I was like his kind of brown, but I don't know. But anyway, so. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, so that was um, that was when I first started deconstructing because everything was horrible, <laughs> and um, you know, church people were not were just acting like you know assholes. Mm. And my ex was a Christian. Mm. My baby daddy was a Christian. Was just absolutely horrible, mm. abuse. Um, you know, very narcissistic. Um, and things like that. And so I was like. I mean, I feel like if you really are a, like a believer in Jesus and you're a believer in God, you're not like this isn't how you should act. Right. Like so mm. judgmental. So mm. like, I don't know. It just didn't you know, make sense to me. And so um, once I moved out of like my parents house, I started like kind of doing the thing of like you know, finding myself like sexually and just kind of exploring more because like after being raised in purity culture, like, yes. You're like, I don't know shit about fuck. So I don't know shit about fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So I went down that. I went on the fucking list. Um, <laughs> the theme is just for this episode. Um, so I did that and then um wasn't going to church, but still kind of not denying that I didn't have a relationship mm. with God. But I was like, okay. I don't need to go to church to have a relationship with God. Also, the people suck there. So mm-hmm. um, I would say probably when it really started like happening uncontrollably, just unraveling was probably like 27, just like hit a major wall. I, I went back to college, like mm. community college, started taking more courses, took a mm-hmm. course on like sociology and mm. like art history which i know are just like kind of like basic things but if you come from like a homeschooled christian background right and you didn't learn about any like societal stuff or you know you know how far back history goes when mm. you think that the earth is only 5000 years old like that stuff kind of like shakes oh, you shit. and you're yeah. like and you're like oh i never learned about evolution <laughs> Damn. Evil- so you were evolution. all fundamental stuff right fundamental christianity very you know, fundamental like, yeah and just double indoctrinated because of homeschooling and molly oh. was homeschooled as well so oh. we were just we were so sorry we were on the fuck list <laughs> um <laughs> see we're fine we're not triggered it's we're fine. like mm, <laughs> <so cute>. <laughs> <laughs> if i don't laugh i cry <laughs> we're fine we're fine oh, totally fine oh my god <laughs> 
all we're of my fine, guys. Classes we're fine. <laughs> By any chance, were you indoctrinated into IBLP? Um, no. no. Um, there Thank were. God. So after watching, <laughs> Thank God. Happy, yeah, for real. But after okay. watching Shiny Happy People, there was some mm. things that it, like were like, oh shit, that's yeah. what that was, you know, yeah. type mm-hmm. things where like you weren't really, you didn't realize that was the origin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there were definitely things that you came across you know, growing up that you didn't realize it came from. Well, I was from Illinois and I just learned that the whole like IBLP originated in Illinois. And so like people in our house churches and stuff, um, they like had like heavy Gothard and like Mm. Debbie and Michael Pearl influences, which Mm. then like my parents adopted. So like we weren't necessarily IBLP, but like we definitely were heavily influenced by, by proxy, like proximity, like Mm -hmm. close enough to it, I guess. God damn it. Oh, I'm yeah, so sorry. I, I feel like IBLP kind of infiltrated the whole 90s mm. Christian like yeah. movement, I guess. Especially the house way. church people. Like mm-hmm. homeschoolers yeah. and house church people like loved themselves some of that doctrine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were on yeah. that list. That <laughs> 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 yeah, do it. Um, so anyway, I had like a major like existential crisis at like 27 mm. and I oh, like damn. probably for about t- six to nine months, I couldn't stop thinking about death and like oh. where I was going to go when I die. And mm. I had like extreme panic attacks about hell and just like, if I'm not going to hell and I'm not going to heaven, where the fuck am I going? You know, right. type thing where like, right. you probably would have had that existential crisis like a long time ago, <laughs> like at 27 or, you know, you would have just had different thoughts around it. Right. But mine was a full blown, just like smack into a brick Oof. wall. Mm. And like, um, it was just really terrifying for Oof. almost a year, you know, just kind of like, I wouldn't stop thinking about it. And mm. I think. I eventually made peace with it. But even once we started this podcast and um, we started having guests on Mm because I still had this very real fear of hell and a couple of them really helped me work through it, I guess, and and, like come to grips with it. And we had interesting conversations and that's not something I really struggle with anymore. I mean, there's still that little like, you know, some days you're like, oh, shit, hell. But then you're like, no, I'm I'm okay. Mm. so I feel like that I started diving into deconstructing podcasts. I didn't know deconstructing was the word. I didn't know exvangelical was a thing. You know, it was like right. finding yeah. words for how you feel. I didn't know podcast was a word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Podcasting is like a very new word. Yeah. 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 Um, but it was cool. Like, I think I started listening to like the thinking atheist. Yes. Um, yes. Which Daddy is Seth. great. And it's, yeah. Seth mm. is amazing. And then that. We caught him like, on the show. Ooh, oh my god, right, it's right. It ter- oh. terrifying. Oh my god, I bet. Yeah, especially oh. someone who was like in radio for so long. Yes, you're like, like, oh my god, you're good at this. <laughs> it's like, no, you should be in radio. You're so intimidated. Like, <laughs> it's not intimidated, it's not the right word. No, let's just say she, I could. She wet her panties. There we go. Let's, let's, just, like let's, her let's just say I could drown a small child in my panties. Okay. No. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes. And we weren't even on video yet. We weren't video was, on, yeah, on video it was yet. So. audio. So that's even worse because it's like nothing but voice, you know? Mm-hmm. God damn. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. He's great. great. Now he I'm horny. He posted some great. Uh, now we all know Mel's in love with him. So. <laughs> <laughs> what what gave you a hint? Like, I have no idea. She's like, how do I tell them that I was craving 
I'm sure he knows. Uh, I'm sure he knows. <laughs> Obviously. God damn it. Um, yeah. So then I just started like moving across these platforms and podcasts mm. and, and people's nice. stories or at least experiences started resonating with me. And I was like, oh, that's what I'm going through. This is mm. really weird. And I felt um, – just kind of like a lot of anger, I guess, popping up over this subject, you know, right. with like lack of education or just missing out on childhood things yeah. or adolescent yeah. things where you just start realizing the shit you were raised in and you're like kind of mad about it. And then, you know, there's the whole like spanking thing where you yep. were like, you know, there's that whole thing where you're kind of like, that wasn't cool. Yeah, and um abuse. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's really not a great oh. thing to do to your children. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. but just like just realizing, you know, just coming to a lot of realizations about your life. And so mm-hmm. um, that that I feel like is kind of just one thing kept it just started snowballing. Like once it started right. rolling down the hill, it just got like bigger and bigger and it was just unraveling. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I got really into like science and like, mm. you know, other possibilities and other mm-hmm. like realms in the fucking universe and it was just like my mind was like and um (laughs) so it was like exciting and also like horrible and um as the anger started coming up and as like I just felt like I needed a place to talk about it yeah instead of going to therapy (laughs) I started a podcast (laughs) (laughs) that's what we did You know what? Just, just like tag me next time. Yeah, I feel like this. I feel attacked. Yeah, tag yourself. <laughs> tag me. <laughs> this is me. You know, it's it's fine. No, but yeah. for real, for real though, go go to therapy. Yes, go to therapy. But but go to therapy. <laughs> I am in therapy. Also, BetterHelp is one of our sponsors. So nice. You have, you have sponsors. sponsors? <laughs> yeah. Oh. You guys are getting paid. You guys are getting. Paid. Meme. This episode has been sponsored by BetterHelp. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I want a sponsor. <laughs> if you would like a therapist to talk to 24-7 for 10% off, go to betterhelp.com slash cheers. That's better com slash slash cheers. <laughs> there we go. Never I miss an it. opportunity. Like, yeah. Bad placement. But since we're talking about therapy, I think it's a good moment to give a shout out yes. to secular therapy who this is part of recovering from religion. Uh seculartherapy.org. We're not getting paid for this because they are a nonprofit organization. <laughs> secular therapy is a really cool uh registry of Circular therapists (laughs) who are not associated with any religious organization. They're not going to make you pray in therapy. So check it out. Sacredtherapy.org. Yes. Always a good. I think that's really cool of them to put it in their title because as all of us who have been to Christian therapy, Mm. we know the horrors. That might be more traumatizing than church, to be honest, is like Christian, Christian counseling. Yeah. Well, they're not real counselors. 
No, I don't remember no. any of my Christian counseling. I blacked out for all of it. Like it's oh, blocked from my memory. I mean, I don't blame you. My mom was like, mm. "Do you remember you did that?" And I was like, "Did I?" <laughs> did. Mm. She's like, "Yeah, every Wednesday night." I'm like, "Really?" Oh shit! <laughs> I was like, "I don't remember anything." <laughs> it's a bunch of traumatized cuties. Mm. That's right. Trauma bond. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when did you start this podcast? 2021 okay. i don't yeah i originally started with another co-host and then i went oh. solo for a bit we don't talk about her we don't oh. talk we don't about talk her. about other co-hosts i don't know <laughs> no, we talk about no. other co-host rachel's also a singer by trade <laughs> i love it really yes i'm going to opera karaoke singer. right after this yeah, she's an opera singer oh that's fun wait i'm not an opera what, singer what, you're, you're, like legit you're an opera singer yeah, she's an opera singer yes, okay opera. all right pause 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 your story <laughs> okay wait i like how you move the microphone you're like wait, wait this is so serious we get are you gonna um, sing now no, bitch. No. I want. Can are you able to give us a little something? something? Like, I don't think or, I can sing something like that because I would blow out your system. Yeah, yeah. Not, you can't sing true. opera with microphones. You can't. My, yeah. My younger siblings okay, so an opera singer, and they don't use. I microphone. often hit above ninety decibels when Jesus I Christ. sing. Like my watch is like, bitch, you're loud. <laughs> okay. Watch is like, you like go to like the, the bathroom, <laughs> your house. <laughs> You like back way up, like go to the back of the house. You know what? How about I just send you a clip or something? Yeah. Okay, back to our normal scheduled program. Okay. Well, that's really cool. I have a friend who's an opera singer too. It's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, man. it's so fun. It's it's just being classically trained, um, and mm. you know, I sing all kinds of you know genres and things like that. Um, Ooh, but yeah, I used to do um like Christian martyr musicals growing up, so. Christian murder <laughs> musicals? Martyr. martyr. Oh, not murder. I mean, no. same. Well, same. Yeah, you know, but, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Things like that. Because, you know, I couldn't do real musical theater. Um, oh. It was too gay. <laughs> it was too gay. Too gay. <laughs> the gays were going to get you. <laughs> yeah. That's their agenda. You know, just you know what? The gays have it figured out. So they they do. Like... They do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I feel like we need to do that. Um, okay. We have a good time. So that was pretty much the end of my we story. There were so many segues there. But yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's okay. ADHD. No, I think, I think we had fun. That took me about 45 minutes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Episodes over. And that's the episode. I'm right. <laughs> and how do you two meet? And how do you fire or – no, you didn't fire the other host. We don't talk she about Bruno. The she other host – it's a true crime story. <laughs> it's a true crime story. We're related. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yeah, okay. through marriage. So Rachel married my first cousin. My dad's nephew is, is okay. her husband. And so okay. I found oh. out about her podcast right after she dropped her first no episode. Oh shit. Yeah. And I would like listen to it with my best friend. And we were like trying to start our own episode, like our own podcast about mm-hmm. something totally different. And then I was like, Oh, we should like listen to this and get inspiration. And I was like, this is really good. Like, nice. go Rachel. And then I started like sending like, her. Oh, I'm feeling trauma. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I can relate. Like, I didn't know this was all in me. 
so I guess that's my story. Is like I okay, back up. <laughs> okay, Molly's turn. What a great segue. Here we go. Yes. Okay, okay. Um, so I was raised as a Southern Baptist oh. missionary kid you guys in Mexico like, City, mm. Mexico. Southern Baptist. Shut up! What? Yes. <laughs> um. So I um. Yeah, I was raised. I was like a pastor's kid and a missionary kid, and mm. I was homeschooled, and we did house church. So it was like really isolated <laughs> if it's an isolated life what the fuck is house church she mentioned house, that too. house church is um you do church at your house no like nope there's no pastor but there's definitely <laughs> a pastor my dad was definitely the pastor mm. um uh. and then there is like you like sit around in a circle and you have like sharing time and it's very invasive and there's no um just like no real accountability mm. anyone can kind of do whatever Mm. Um, it's a great time to shame your children. Oh. If you're the pastor of the church and they've been mm. bad, you like bring forth their testimony in church. Like it's fucked up. Um, yeah. We'll like sit around with acoustic guitars and bongos and sing like Keith Green worship songs. Oh, like, I've uh, seen shit like that on TikTok. No, that's like the shit that we grew up doing. So, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was mm. church for me. Like it was rare that we were like in a church building until mm. I was in high school, and then we joined a church. Okay. Yeah. House church. Yeah. House church is intense. It's like um, all of the really vulnerable, raw, horrific things that you don't like about church, like small group. Yeah. Times up by where they live. Yeah. And then there's like no end point. So like you arrive and then like church. And no regulation. It could go on for No accountability. What the fuck? And how often will you do this? Like twice a week. Twice a week? Yeah. Wednesday nights and all day Saturday. <gasps> shit why'd you do it saturday uh because we lived in mexico and most people worked on sundays gotcha oh yeah wow. do you know spanish yeah i'm fluent that's cool. yeah. do you know spanish bath i'm from peru it's my native language i mean he still sucks yes <laughs> it's my native song <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> he was like yes i do uh, <laughs> like, yeah, no shit <laughs> Sí. No, yo también. <laughs> Mucho gusto. <laughs> Mira so, qué fancy. I know. Oh I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I uh, moved back to the U.S. in 2013 when I graduated from high school. Wow. Um, yes. And went to a Christian college, was dating Ooh. a Christian boy, was thinking I was going to marry him, Ooh. lost my virginity to him oh. in college. And That's then my, sinful. Yeah. And then I dropped Ooh. out of college, moved back in with my parents because I was having like I was trying to figure out my life and I decided to go to massage school and it was in their town where they were living. Um, And so I was going to massage school, living with my parents in Illinois, dating this guy who was also in Illinois. My parents Mm. find out that we are sexing each other. Oh, shit. (laughs) Out of wedlock. Oh, out of wedlock. (laughs) Yeah. No, this is like the pinnacle of my trauma. Mm. And they're like, yeah, that's not going to fly. And so my parents like sat me down and they were like if you're gonna make decisions like a married couple you need to get married and um that is not marriage decisions like we were like 20 (laughs) 20 years old and um i was so appalled i was like this is it is 2014 and i can't believe that this is even a conversation we're having so it was like 2015 i was like i can't can't Mm. even believe this conversation we're having so at that point i was like well 
I'm going to move out. And they're like, well, good, because we were going to offer you the other option, which is pay rent and follow all our rules and like have a 10 p.m. curfew. Ooh, why would and- you pay people rent and follow their rules? Right. Like, I'm like, gross. I'm going to say pay rent and not have rules. <laughs> yeah. If I'm paying you, I shouldn't have to do I'm shit. I'm like, I want to yep. be able to have sex with my boyfriend without the fear of you walking in. So mm. I'm going to get my own apartment. So okay. um, I moved out. I was homeless for a little bit and like slept on friends' couches mm-hmm. and like stayed with his parents and kind of like couch surfed for a while um, until me and my friend ended up getting like a two bedroom apartment together. I had to graduate from massage school and get a job before I could like afford an apartment. Mm-hmm. So they kind of kicked me out. Like I had no car, I had no job really. I was still in mm-hmm. school. Um, so yeah, it was rough. And that was like the time when like the pinnacle of like everything from my childhood like hit me like all of the weird shit all the Mm. weird fucked up family dynamics Mm. all of the weird religious trauma like all of that was like kind of hitting me Mm -hmm. and for the next couple of years I can steadily spiraled down into some really intense psychosis episodes so a a few of those hit me in um, 2017 and 2016 and 2015 I had a lot of I was struggling. I dropped, I got down to like 95 pounds. Um, Yeah, it was, Mm -hmm. it was really scary. There was like, I remember there was like a two or three week period of time where like, I don't actually remember it. It was like, I managed to get myself to and from work. And I remember confiding in a client. I was a massage therapist at this time at a spa. And I, she was like, asked me how I was. And I was just like, was like, to be honest, I don't even know how I got to work today. I was like, it's Mm -hmm. been like this for two weeks. I am barely functioning. I don't, I've never Like, I don't know what's real and what's not real. And she goes, at the end of it all, I was like, I don't want this to be about me. I'm just telling you how I feel. And she was like, Molly, what you're describing sounds like manic depression. Mm. And I really hope you go and get some help. And it was like the first time anyone had ever like mentioned me getting mental health help. Um, Okay. So I was like, okay, so where do I go? I go to a Christian counseling oh. center because it's no. all I know. That's not the help she meant. No. Um, so I go to this, it was like, it was like a Catholic charities type of counseling center. So they did have like licensed psychologists in there, but okay. they weren't allowed to diagnose. Um, and they were just talk therapists. They weren't um, they weren't really doing cognitive behavioral therapy. They weren't mm-hmm. looking at trauma. They were not trauma informed. So I, I sit down with my therapist and I just kind of start telling her all of this shit that has happened to me, like from childhood until now. And, you know, being in Mexico and coming back and like all of this shit that went down with my parents. And she's just like looking at me like, what the f- fuck mm-hmm. and like had no idea how to help me and navigate it and I just remember going to therapy week after week and just feeling worse and worse and worse because it was just it was coming out it was no longer in me but it was right. like coming out and then it was like what do we do with it and she was like I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> wow so eventually she left I got a different therapist who was even worse and um I finally ended up going to a psychiatrist. It got so bad. I was so suicidal that I went Mm. to a psychiatrist, got diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And he put me on some mood stabilizers, which almost killed me because I don't have bipolar disorder. Oh, what? (laughs) Oh, my God. I am just ADHD and autistic and have trauma. (laughs) Yay. 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 Um, So that was all really, really scary. Um, But that all led me to um, moving away from my family of origin. I moved Mm -hmm. to Kentucky on my own in uh, 2020. 
and I started rebuilding myself. I started healing. Um, I got out of jobs that were like burning me out. I Mm. started talking to real therapists. And then Rachel approached me about this podcast. She had been co-hosting it with the co-host we don't um, name. She murdered. Just, just put it out there. She murdered. <laughs> I'm going to keep you guessing. I mean, yeah, I may have I, or I may not have. Not judging. We don't know. I'm not judging. So, so I, she like approaches me and is like, do you want to be a guest on my episode? I see like you've been do doing a lot of podcast. She's like, cause I've been posting about like, sex, <laughs> like female sexuality and like, mm exploring that and I was like starting to heal myself and I was like working with a coach and I was like yeah and so I came on and we talked about that and then I guess she liked the vibe so much she asked me to be a co-host a few months later and and here we are two seasons later so and now you're on our show and then everything goes downhill so it's fine (laughs) no uphill from here actually because it's the bottom of the barrel so oh my god my deconstruction was like it was kind of like I had to because um Mm. it had become so dangerous for me to stay where I was like physically I was like going to kill myself so um leaving Mm. that all behind and like starting over new and getting like space from it all and then like joining the podcast and actually starting to like more strategically deconstruct mm-hmm. with professionals was so helpful. Um, by that, she means that we just have a lot of professionals. We were not professionals. Not that we are. <laughs> we bring them on. We bring a lot of therapists yeah. on. And yeah, that's um, smart though. Absolutely. And cult, cult uh, specialists and stuff in there, mm. like teaching We've us about a, yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And we're like, holy yeah. shit, I identify with it. Um, and then last year, we had a bunch of different women on who like were queer. And talking about their like journeys as okay. like, queer women, and like I had been identifying as um, like bi, but like very quietly for like mm-hmm. a few years, and had sure. never really like explored it fully. Mm-hmm. And we had all these like gay women on, and like I just found myself like bawling my eyes out during mm-hmm. the episodes and like after. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to one of them and had like a meeting with her, and I was like, I think I'm gay. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> you probably are. Um, turns out I'm just like very uh, very like queer. S- queer yeah just like really fluid um and that was probably also a big part of like my mental breakdowns in Mm. earlier years was this just like lack of being in touch with oneself and like not understanding true right yeah absolutely yeah so um we're happy now (laughs) things are good i wouldn't say we're happy but things are definitely i'm happy i don't know about you i can't speak for you girlfriend i'm happy happy. i yes I'll have to say, like, my life is in a place where, like, I feel like I am healing, I'm growing, I am nurtured, I am supported, I'm loved, I am seen fully, mm-hmm. I am not abandoning myself, nor am I being abandoned. And I feel like um, that was what I experienced my entire life in evangelicalism was yeah. mm-hmm. being unsupported, being unseen, being misunderstood, being abandoned, and then being told it's all my fault. Mm, yep. So, yep. I'm on a, yep. in a much better place now. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, every day you're learning, yeah. you're healing, and, you know, you're no longer under the disgusting foot of religion. So, right. yeah, mm-hmm. you're, keep growing, keep working on yourself. Fuck yeah. And I do have to say my parents have grown a lot since all of that oh. transpired, and they've, okay. like, come to me and they've gone they've gone and gotten real therapy they've also gone and done um classes to learn about how to support your kids with mental health stuff okay Um, they're very accepting i mean took some time but now they're very accepting of like my and my siblings like queerness so that's nice fuck yeah and they're just they're much more supportive people than they have ever been my entire life so i 
feel and like that is great. some trust yes. that is rebuilding and there's some really awesome healing that's been happening in my nuclear family. Cheers so, to that. Yeah, yeah. But I love okay. living five hours away even. So are they still in the church or kind are they still of. in that? Okay. Yeah. They're, um, they're still employed by a, so they're not necessarily with a mission board anymore. It's mm-hmm. like a holistic, uh, nonprofit. <laughs> yes, okay. Like, okay. Um, they do community transformation work. So it mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's like less churchy and less preachy than the one we were in before. Okay. Um, they're more doing like, uh, like stuff with like inner city schools, mm-hmm. um, Okay. My dad's a chaplain with a Catholic church now. He like reconverted to Catholicism mm-hmm. and he does like intervention circles with at-risk youth and teens um, who are really struggling and helps like, it's interesting how it all comes full circle. He now helps parents navigate with their kids mm-hmm. and conflict resolution outside of shame. And so I find like, it's interesting that he's like doing his own healing right. while being a facilitator of this work and i'm like oh wow how interesting that is interesting (laughs) like that's what we needed when i was a teenager (laughs) (laughs) i I needed that version of you where was that where um, was that yeah i mean they're 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 somewhat involved they're not nearly as involved as they were when i was Mm -hmm. a kid but yeah yeah. But they're they're growing as well with you. Yes. So. I mean, they have no choice. They have a trans kid and they have a gay kid. So they mm. don't have a choice. I think they, <laughs> when, I, when I moved out, I didn't speak to them for like a year. And I think that's when they both woke up and they're like, if we don't start healing and like working through our shit, our kids will never speak to us again. So that was, yeah, that was, that was big. It was hard, but yeah. um, they are, we can have like, Sometimes the conversations don't go the way I want them to. They're like, yeah, well, like, we were just trying our best. And I'm like, where are you? <laughs> where are you, though? <laughs> Ooh. Sure? But, yeah. No, I mean, it's um, it's much more simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you because that's, that's yeah. a struggle because my, awesome. my history was kind of opposite. Like, when the – I don't – I haven't spoken to my mother in, like, two years uh oh, because sorry. of the whole cutoff because my, my father was a piece of shit he he died two years ago oh. so thank the lord um because he he basically used the bible to uh be abusive to my mother to you know everybody wow. around him and the last thing that he said to me in an email he used the bible to be like yeah women are uh below uh the, the men the men you you are not equal to us wow. and yeah. at right. that at that time in my life i was not as like i was an atheist but i was not as brash and out about it um but i still kind of snapped back at him and that that was it so and then he died like two three years later so but uh yeah it sucks it sucks as um, like haven't spoken to my mother in two two years or so, so I'm I'm very jealous, <laughs> so yeah. to speak. Well, I mean, it didn't come without, right? Right. Like right. there was there was violence mm. um, on both ends, uh, okay. and then silence on both yeah. ends for a long time. So yeah. I'm really I am grateful that you know things are changing. I think when my dad's father started to decline in his health, he got mm. his shit together and was like mm. I need to work on my relationship with my kids. Um I really saw him doing that more um when his dad started getting really really sick. Oh. Um mm. and then when he he passed away this past April and like I've talked to my dad a few times since and it's just like 
the healing he is going through right now because now he has to look at all his trauma right uh, and he's mm. like oh my god I was also deeply traumatized I'm like right. yeah um so it's like this ongoing conversation and I love that we're able to have it and yeah. I don't I don't know if this would have even been a thing like a decade ago so it's really yeah. cool to to see how far we've all evolved as yeah. as a collective yeah oh fuck yeah 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 so what um in either of yours um de- uh, deconstruction stories what is what was the hardest thing for you to deconstruct not everyone at once right. <laughs> okay so rachel uh before you had mentioned uh deconstructing hell and that was something that really antagonized you for a while is that would you say that's one of the hardest things for you probably okay. yeah because that was the biggest stretch of you know i definitely overthink things though yeah in general so I, that could definitely be part of the issue but mm-hmm. um I will just kind of pull things apart. I kind of do that with everything and just, um, yeah, I, I would say that. And just also like, so when I was like young, I used to have this like panic attacks at night when I would think about, it's not even a hell, it would be heaven. And I would think about literally living forever. Mm-hmm. I would think about mm. eternally never stopping existing. Yeah. And my small brain was like, it just freaked me out to the point where I would feel it like in my gut coming up through my chest, which mm-hmm. we call that anxiety. Mm. I, it was yeah. like, a demon of anxiety. A demon. <laughs> oh. And so what's interesting is I started vocalizing this to my house church pastor, mm-hmm. my parent and my peers. Cause I was like, do you guys, do you guys also stay up at night and think about this? Like, no, just and me. <laughs> is it me? Like, isn't this kind of weird? And, um, it didn't seem to bother people, which I thought was really strange. They were like, Oh, we'll just be in heaven. We won't think about it and we'll be different right. and we'll be worshiping God. And I was like, that sounds awful. First of all, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to worship someone for like thousands, thousands of years, but it just right. used to like really bother me. And so there was relief of that to some extent, but then mm-hmm. there was like, oh, but if you don't believe that, then you go to hell and that also is existing forever and being like punished and all that stuff. So you don't have a choice. You are going there was- to live for forever. <laughs> right. 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 Wait, and honestly, sucks. like it just doesn't make sense to me because there's nothing else in nature mm-hmm. that just exists for forever. Right. Trees are close. I mean, the earth, I guess, mm-hmm. is close. But like, yeah. again, we have like stars blowing up and, you know, right. all kinds of things like nothing lasts forever so like why would we it's like almost like our egos are like i can't die right i have to continue to live Uh, i've Um, already tried it i don't want to do it again for all eternity i get exhausted just thinking about like reincarnating again i'm like do i really have to like can this Uh, be the last time well i mean you're like i'm exhausted i I want my next life i want to be either a farm dog or a house cat because yes. those are like rest lives like i feel yeah. like we become like we're like a pit bull in a white girl's house like a, college, <laughs> a, a white girl who's like just graduated from college yeah. who's like single she eats ramen and like five day old yep. opened beer for dinner yep. like girl you know, like and like you're like a pit bull right so you get like birthday parties and in, in <laughs> treats 
and you get to go on. You have your own Instagram. You have your own Instagram. You're like an influencer. That you don't even manage. Like, you literally just get to lay on a couch and fart all day. Like, I I mean, just kidding. 12 years of rest, please and thank you. Yes. Like, I. I wouldn't mind being reincarnated, but like as long as it's not human, like yeah, right? I, I don't want to be a fucking human. No, I, I if if anything, I would yeah. be like an orca or something. An they orca? Have you get the to take down billionaires yachts. You <laughs> take down billionaires yachts. Hello, and then you, yeah. you you're like the apex predator of the goddamn ocean. Everybody's fucking afraid of you. So yeah, yeah that'd and be amazing. I do. I want to come enemy back as a Sea World, and that's it. Like. But hopefully by then, SeaWorld would be dead and gone. Oh, my God. Who says you can reincarnate into future Okay, years. but if time is linear. You can reincarnate linear. into the past. There's oh no one to talk about time. No, or, or, this, or this planet. Or this yeah, planet. Go. It have to be this go. Let's fucking talk about time. Yeah. That shit's crazy. Oh, my God. So what about you, Molly? Uh, what, was, what would you say is one of the hardest things to deconstruct? So it wasn't necessarily a hard thing, but it was my, it's the one I can like put my finger on is like a oh. light bulb moment. Um, it was during one of my psychosis episodes. I was watching this movie called Finding Joe oh. on Gaia.com. Oh, you going to say Finding Nemo. No, it's, it's say- called Finding Joe. <laughs> and it's about this like philosopher or something named Joe. I don't even remember the premise of the story. Mm. I just remember that there was this one point. <laughs> I don't know. Finding, not fighting. I, yeah, finding I, That's Joe. what I said, idiot. I said fighting. No, I said, did they find him? I said, did they oh. find him? I don't, I don't know. I don't. I was very high, okay. and I was like- No, in a, has like, to go. She has I was to go. like in a psychotic episode. So <laughs> I was watching this film, doing really that's poorly cool. with my mental health, and there's this one story that they tell um, uh-huh. about, it, it, it's this legend, um, about this village and um, the village has this golden statue that they bring mm. offerings to oh. and they pray to it and they dance around it. And this statue is a pinnacle of their society mm. and their culture. And they find out that the villages nearby have been pillaged by outsiders and they're coming and they're stealing all of their gold and they're taking all of their women and they're taking all their valuables. And so what do the villagers do? They decide to cover up their golden statue because it was so valuable. They decide to cover it up with tar and mud and rocks and stone and they cover it up so well that the foreigners who come in to invade do not notice the golden Uh statue and they leave Mm. it alone because they think it's just a stone statue right well years and years and years pass and it's been many generations so many generations in fact that they have forgotten that the statue is even gold in the first place they believe it's just a stone statue Mm -hmm. and one day there's this little boy and he's sitting at the base of the statue kind of um by the feet and he's kind of just like you know be doing what little boys do taking his little rocks and chipping away at it and just just being bored and he happens to chip away at it just enough where it reveals a little fleck of gold underneath the stone mm. and he's like what mm. and so he gets a bigger rock and he starts to smash away at the rock encasing the yeah. statue and uncovers these golden feet and he gets so excited he runs to the village and he's like hey this statue we all thought it was a stone statue it's there's gold underneath it we've got to uncover it we've got to uncover it so he gets the whole community together and they all go back and they work at chipping away all of the rock and the stone and the debris until they reveal this incredible golden statue Mm -hmm. and what struck me about this story is that we are born golden 
Mm. and it is the world and it is indoctrination and it is our Mm. parenting experiences and it is our trauma that covers us up and creates this like stone encasing around us, making us forget that we were born golden. And then we go around thinking I was born sinful. I was born bad. Mm. I was born broken and I need to be saved. When in fact, the real truth is we are golden and we just have to chip away at that trauma and chip away at that pain and that disappointment and that this stuff that has influenced us that has caused us to step away from who we truly are to Mm -hmm. reveal the gold that was always there. And that like blew my mind because original sin is such a thing Mm -hmm. in Christian culture and um, in all of the doctrine, it's like, the premise of it all that you're born evil and sinful and you need Jesus to save you and you need to die to yourself every single day. And I was kind Mm -hmm. of a rebel kid who had like, I was an autistic. So I had really bad sensory meltdowns all of the time. And my parents Mm -hmm. used to say, you have no self-control. You're demon possessed. Like they would like isolate me and like spank me for hours. And like, it was horrific. Cause they like, don't know what to do with like a kid who's having these like sensory meltdowns. I think meltdowns is like some sort of, sin and when reality yeah. your child needs right. to be comforted and regulated right. and you go to the right. fucking church instead no of like research. a counselor or a doctor mm-hmm. you know you don't right. just hit children and expect them yeah it's just right. oh it was like they would like God. beat me to like beat the emotion out of me right. um Fuck. and so yeah it was spirit crazy. of rebellion <laughs> right. yes. exactly yep. I, was, yep. I was told i was rebellious i was told i was evil i told i was like sinful i would had no self-control i was um i was possessed by a demon the demon of rebellion mm. and, and all of this stuff so when i watched that film i remember i thought i had to like had an awakening i guess it was a version of an awakening but i was also undergoing psychosis so i was like oh my god I'm not a bad person and there's nothing yeah. really that needs to be fixed. I just need to learn how to uncover this goal. Yes. Yep. I need to get rid of like, get this debris and rock out of the way so I can really yeah. truly like bask in this greatness that, that is, that is being alive being a human. And it like, it, it has taken years, but that was the, it was a turning mo- moment for me. Like that was the biggest turning point. And that was in, I want to say 2017 and okay. I had just done, I had also just done a bunch of acid that year and like mushrooms. Nice. So I was like experimenting with all of that and I'll do it. Yeah. And so mean, like, that was definitely like, that was it for me. It was the original sin mm-hmm. yeah. being blown out of the water and me being like, oh, this is all so wrong. Holy like everything shit. I've been taught is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh <sighs> my God. Love I'm those moments. so sorry you went through all that shit. Mm. Religion. It's trauma. Yeah. <laughs> trauma. <laughs> religion. Um, oh here's gosh. just a re- I'm just gonna do a really quick antidote. Yeah. And so I posted recently on our Instagram page mm-hmm. uh this video called Reverse Christianity. And I'm only gonna say one part if you really want to watch it, go to our page. But it's really interesting. But essentially they take the story of Jesus dying on the cross for our sins. <laughs> Sorry, keep, keep going. <laughs> How can I? Um, so it's just kind of like the original sin, right? Mm. So Jesus dies on the cross for our sins. Yes. But Think about how willing we are. And I don't want to say we anymore because obviously we have left the face. Right. But like, think about how willing you are as a Christian to just accept that an innocent man Mm -hmm. is going to die and be Mm. tortured 
and killed for you and you willingly accept it to preserve yourself. Where no, is we the also morality? We also celebrate it. Where do the morality with little that? children? Right. And we're like, <laughs> yep. we're little crosses. So moral. Yep. Yeah. It's just wild because I've never thought about it that way, but I'm mm-hmm. like, dude. So now I just have like things that I'm like picking in my brain to like say mm-hmm. to people. And they're like, Jesus loves you when he died for you. And I'm like, why are you cool Ew. with that? Why right. are you cool with a, a random ass man who never did shit wrong? Right. Dying for you so that you can go to heaven. Mm. Well, Jesus Apple. was kind of a dick though. I mean, he was <laughs> as a kid. Jesus as a kid. Yeah. Oh my God, he he killed like many kids as a, a kid. Gospel of Thomas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh God, have you read the Gospel of Thomas? I haven't. Like, I, I haven't, haven't read, read it, it, but I've seen. But I'm very familiar with it. Though. Yes. Yeah. Did he he killed kids? Yes, he, he did. Yeah. Because uh, he broke a stick or some shit, and the and yeah. so Jesus was like, "Fuck you, like petty, yeah, honestly, petty motherfucker." Wasn't there a prophet? I understand it. Yeah. Wasn't there a prophet where like the kids were making fun of his bald head, so he like yeah. Told so that's in the Bible. That's and not. A bear came out yeah. and like ate all these children. So that's Elijah. That's uh Second yeah, Kings. Second Kings chapter. Second How did we Kings, miss this in the? Two, we just recorded an episode about yeah. Jezebel. How did we miss this whole story yeah. about Elijah? Because Elijah's a total dick in the story of Jezebel. Like yeah. total dick. I think Elijah's like, a total dick in every story. <laughs> yeah, like and like yeah. No, I don't yeah. understand why he celebrated at all. Yeah. Like, so yeah. Second Kings uh, chapter two. Chapter two, verses twenty-three to twenty-six, or something, oh, something like that. Like that. Yeah, basically, yeah. God sent two she bears to kill forty-two kids. Forty-two. Because- Why didn't God just send him some hair? Okay, Problem that's solved. what I'm saying. Win-win. But no, simple, revenge. simple. He, eye for a, an eye, two he, for he two. calls a curse in the name of yeah. the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Christians will be like, they were youths; they weren't children. I'm like, they were that so. That doesn't. Their brain was not developed. Right. But also, like, like, are we going to call down, like, she bears to come smite all of our cyber bullies? Like, they would. They fucking would. would. (laughs) It's actually kind of terrifying that I think a lot of them would. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. A lot of them would. If, if, If Christians are commanded to kill the unbelievers, they would send two she bears to kill us all. So. Okay, so funny antidote to add to that is when mm. I was like looking through my college Bible and all these verses that like my college friends had like highlighted for me and all of this, mm. they're all like these super inspirational texts about like the Lord knows your heart and will protect you always, like shit like that, you know? Yeah. And, and then the verse behind it is always like so fucked up. And I'm like, so you're going to completely ignore the context of this whole chapter. But this verse, this verse is real inspirational to send off to college youth with, you know. Yep. He will love and protect you, but then he'll stick a a whole tree up your ass if you don't look at love God or something. Yeah. It's it's fucking bullshit. Here's here's a good one. Um, So my friend wrote, uh, he goes, remember this and you'll succeed. He goes, whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. But then the verses behind it goes, whoever loves pleasure will become poor. Is that why I'm poor? God damn it. <laughs> if only I knew. I love pleasure. I love it. Must be why I'm so poor. I'm a poor. It's Help fine. Me, I'm poor. Help me. <laughs> God damn it. Everything I want to do is a sin. 
Literally, though, I am a walking sin. It's fine. But also, like, we were literally made this way. So, like, who's the real We're made in God's image, right? So, yes. God, uh... God must be an asshole. <laughs> but, I, you know, I find it interesting how some people on TikTok, they comment stuff like, ha, 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 the bully's on my side. I'm going to laugh at you when you're suffering. Isn't that the weirdest shit? It is it's, Christian it's, love. It's enough Christian to love, make man. you not want to be a Christian anymore. Literally, like I, I constantly tell them, I prefer hell over being in heaven with Christians like y'all motherfuckers. So why would I want that for all eternity? You know, fuck off. No one wants that. No one wants. That. Also, they are really all too that- eager to say that you're going to hell, which yes. is really strange. And then they, and, and then they shut the fuck up when I say that I prefer hell. So yeah, it's, like, it's fine with me. If you're there, I don't want to be there. Yep. Yep. Exactly. It's bizarre to me. Like it's almost like they, they take pleasure in that. It's like <laughs> Yeah. The Lord laughs at the yeah. wicked and we'll yeah. be laughing at you when you're the burning into the lake away. of fire. It's not my word, it's what God says, and I'm just like relaying the message. But it's like I'm they like, get a boner out of that. It? Yeah, they do. They get a and I, boner. I did say that once to um our house church pastor, like pastor, his son, they had eight kids, and She's I got quiverful. into quiverful, okay, quiverful. Yeah. Yep, I yep. mean, as I was do. from a quiverful family. <clears throat> oh, there There's seven kids in my family. Holy shit. Whoa. They never used any kind of hormone. Every sperm control. is sacred. Every <laughs> sperm is awesome. It is a team effort. It is, it is a team effort. Yeah. <laughs> Take, it takes two to sperm, you know. It takes, like, yeah. it takes two to sperm, but also I feel like I, I, I like view sperm as like a whole like swim team. No, it's like, like, it's like, like a charge. Soccer team. And they're all trying to get to the goal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Passing it off to each other. There's someone in the background when they, there. when it finally hits the the egg. It's goal. You can tell we did not get proper sex ed in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. It no, it's accurate. Two, it's accurate. I, feel like I mean, it, it's, it can, two, could be worse. Baby. You could be a Muslim who believes that sperm come from the rib. Um, oh yeah! No, no, honey, no. Yeah, that's honey, no. Uh, <laughs> they well, also I mean, believe you're... that the dude went on a horse to the moon or some shit, and the moon or a donkey. Kind of cool. I mean, or you could be like the an American who believes yeah. we like landed on the moon. Uh, Wait, oh, you yeah, believe in there. the moon? <laughs> <laughs> what a loser! <laughs> you know, it could be I'm worse. I could be Earth like super into one. astrology. <laughs> <laughs> I like astrology. Oh, I love astrology. God. I'm like such astrology. Yeah, it's cute. It's yeah. You know what? I'm a Scorpio. And wait, what's your sign, Beth? I'm an Aquarius. Yeah, that's why you don't believe in astrology. Nobody, <laughs> 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 but I feel like that's the something Aquarius would say. People, they're always like, "Oh, that checks out." That checks out. Like, literally, <laughs> Rachel, that was the joke. <laughs> It's like I'm a Scorpio. No, no Karen, like, you're just a bitch. Like literally, that's your comeback for everything. <laughs> you're like, oh, a uh, uh, cancer definitely would say that. You would or hate like, my friends, oh. Rachel, because that's all—that's the language we speak—is astrology, and we just hang around each 
Heather. I'm like, oh my you God, I'm, get a I'm such a Pisces. Like I just, like, <laughs> Pisces moon. Like when the new moon comes, I just like want to be in the bath. <laughs> Dude, sometimes those girls come up on my TikTok and I'm like, absolutely. Well, not. those are like all my besties. So <laughs> <you're really laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the moon is in Gatorade. You know, no, like, yeah, I can pull up like seven conversations because like there's been five planets in retrograde this week. Mm-hmm. And like anytime anything happens, I'm like, oh my God, this planet <laughs> is in retrograde and I'm feeling it. And it's like, I'm so tired because it's the full moon. And, you know, Mercury is <laughs> in retrograde and like my Scorpio sun and my Pisces moon and my Sagittarius oh, right. Oh my God. With that energy. <laughs> oh my God. The like, funny thing about coming. astrology also is like Saturn return. So, <laughs> well, what about Uranus? What happens to Uranus? Hey, that's okay. private. What does Shut happen to Uranus? <laughs> I mean, some people point their anus to the or to the sun to like absorb. Yeah, the that is true. Humans are really strange. They are. You got to moon really the sun. Strange. There's some strange stuff out there. Um, I'm sorry, but if the moon can control all the tides and the water on the Earth, and we are 75 percent water. Who's to say that we are also not influenced by the planet's stationary positions around the moon and the sun? I think my issue Check with astrology, though, is that thing like the star patterns have changed over thousands of years. Mm. So even when you are in Scorpio, it's not actually what's in the sky anymore. Pretty because, sure my, my uh, you know what I mean. And I think that's like where I talks. have an issue with right the right. astrology stuff is it's not rooted in like. Right. I'm just Science. like, how does that Truth. all work then? I'm, yeah, I, I, right, I right. went the other direction and I actually was like, oh, science and stars and ass. You know, I went metaphysical. I don't give a fuck about any of that. I'm living in a different dimension. I went <laughs> metaphysical. I'm like, look, I did a bunch of acid and shrooms. I had a couple of awakenings. I had a few mental breakdowns. Okay, yeah. we've been places. I astral travel. I talked to ancestors. Like, I have had some oh. weird ass experiences. Even I want to try mushing like, so badly. Like breath work. Do I don't know if you guys have ever experimented with breath work, but like breath work is like one of the most powerful ways to access a psychedelic experience inside your own brain wow. without any kind of outside influence, any outside chemical. You can actually access like a DMT type release, com- like chemical release in your brain just through breathing. And so, what do you mean by that? Because as a singer, I do some <laughs> pretty deep breath shit oh no like like it's it's like patterned breathing and so when you pattern breathe for like seven to 14 minutes and even longer than that like some trippy shit starts to happen are you aren't you losing oxygen yeah i was gonna say (laughs) actually you're over oxygenating so you're altering the the chemistry in your brain you're altering the chemistry in your brain yeah and you have a psychedelic experience you're perceiving reality in a different way because Mm -hmm. um so what you're saying is every time I'm out of breath going upstairs, I can have a psychedelic <laughs> adventure. You like, could, yeah. Fuck yeah, oh. I'm, let's go. <laughs> Keep going. Like, just Keep do going. Wrap around. Oh, my God. Isn't it interesting how, like, religious trauma takes us into two very different, like, Rachel went very science. Right. And I went very metaphysical. Right. But, well, like, I think we have I did that because religion is based in such fantasy and such mm. you know what i mean i, I think that's truth. why i search for the real the realism i guess right and i there's no right or wrong with that it's just i think that that's why i went that route is i was like mm-hmm. i'm not i don't want weird like i don't want people just making shit up anymore like i want to know right. what has been proven well, and truth. i want data yeah. yep. and i want all of this stuff and that's kind of why i went that route but mm. 
I needed yeah. to blame the okay. planets for my psychosis. Yes. That's why for I sure, went sure, that sure, sure. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Blame the planets. That's right. You know Love what? That. It helps me feel whole. <laughs> you do you, girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, th thank you so much for being here today. Yes. Uh, the podcast is cheers to leaving the, the, what am I saying? The fucking link will be in the description here <laughs> below. God damn it. Next I to the fucking you were going to tell us what we're cheers to leaving. It's the fucking link and then the fucking list. You know, and the it fucking goes. list. Is it the fucking list or is it the fucking yeah. list? I mean, it's, oh, it's in my no. beacons. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, so that's cheers to leaving. Uh, it's available. Is it video also? Or is it just audio? Just audio. No, it's just oh, it's just audio. Okay. We're not fancy. Are, you, are you guys gonna go to video? Maybe. Thinking about it. Do Beth it. Has, we went to video. Really up Dream Lab, so we have to like <laughs> get cute every week. Huh? It's up to you. You don't have to. <laughs> I mean, we were we still like release video clips and stuff. It's yeah. not like we don't record video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just we yeah. don't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, whatever works for you. That works. Yeah. Works. You don't have to. I feel go to like video. It, like when we went to video, I can we can banter better because I can see like his facial expressions. Oh, can, so and he can see, see me looking no, him off. We you know? do video. We view video. We oh, just okay. don't release it anywhere. Oh, you don't release. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. yeah we all look at each other. Yeah, look at one really hard and you look at me. A really rough phone call. Yeah, that's that's how we started. We had no video. It was just audio. Yeah, that's weird. And then then he made me put on pants and makeup and like what the fuck i never wear pants <laughs> never wear pants like right now damn it uh anyway uh <laughs> we are on pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts yeah. so like Spotify, fuck yeah Apple Podcasts, yes. google cast whatever the fuck cast yeah whatever the fuck cast.com if it exists we're probably there boom yes. cheers to leaving fantastic uh, we want to give a shout out to Recovering from Religion, uh, amazing nonprofit organization. Yes. If you are doubting your faith, if you're starting to deconstruct, if you have questions and you want to talk to somebody and you want community, you can call 184-I-DOUBT-IT. It's a 24-7 uh, volunteer-run hotline, and you can chat with somebody who... Like, a, like peer support, basically, you know, they've been through similar uh, situations. Uh, if you go to the website, there is a chat function and they can link you to some groups such as ex-evangelicals, ex-Muslims, ex-Mormons, ex-whatever. And 24-7. It's fucking awesome. And again, they have the Secular Therapy Project, mm. seculartherapy.org, which is a registry of secular therapists, as the name says it. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn it>. Duh! <laughs> uh, yeah, and we wanted to remind our listeners that we have a merch store. If you know, you know. <laughs> Wink. Uh, the link is in the description. You can get a shirt or a poster of Mel There's picking a... Jesus in the ass. There's a poster, I promise. Oh my God, I <laughs> need it. It's fantastic. It's in the back of my wall here. Anyway, please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, smash that like button, and jackpot the notifications bell so you don't miss <laughs> any of our new episodes. Our new website is tiny.cc slash burning eden. Tiny.cc slash burning eden. And that's where you can find all of the, 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 the links. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those links, yes. 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 Oh, <laughs> those ones. I'm so proud yeah. of him. All the links. <laughs> Shut up. So far, Shut up. Man. We're going to mute Mel now. Uh, so all of the links. <laughs> Kicks her out. Kick each other off. <laughs> oh.
It's just us. It's just us, guys. Hey, guys, follow us. <laughs> no, on Instagram. Oh, we ourselves our out. <laughs> we have a Facebook support group called Cheers to Leaving Support Group. Oh, you do? Oh, fuck yeah. Here are the on three Facebook. questions. We will let you in, and you can find some community. You can find resources. You yes. can chat with professionals. You can chat with me. You can share memes. You can see my memes. It's a good time. Thank memes. Yeah. Show yeah. me yours. I'll show you mine. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Equal opportunity. Right? Is that in your link tree as well? Um, it's in our link yeah. tree, and it's in like all of our show notes, every single one. Awesome. So scroll to the end of like if you That's like, go great. listen to our. Your show podcast. is aimed more at helping people. We just fuck around, apparently. Fuck in that. and around. It's fine. You know you what? Have to. You have we, to. People have like to. us need shows like you because we be talking about the serious shit too much. Mm. Listening to your show today was like a breath of fresh air of like, oh, I can laugh at this stuff again. <laughs> like, yes we laugh <laughs> we do laugh and make jokes but yeah. like it's definitely yeah. a, sometimes heavier content so yeah. no, we, we had really heavy stuff here too so yeah. i believe it yeah. <laughs> heavy it's fine follow us on twitter <laughs> at bath and metal 666 uh mine is at meltry fitty his is at bath and metal 666 and of course don't forget if you want to support us and you like what we do we have patreon if you go to patreon.com slash burning gain and 666 you can become a supporter big thank you to ron h evelyn b atheist chico, chico. will h thank you for your service land d we love you mm-hmm. thank you for the parachute jesus you gave parachute us jesus. uh hi robin and what is up lisette all the way in canada Canada. I will, I will be hanging out with lisette in a couple of weeks I love Canada. So much. I can't wait. We also want to thank our supporters through Anchor, the OGs, Robin M. Hi, Robin again. William N. and Kit. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck yeah. Boom, 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 boom. All right. It's all possible. Viewers like you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Better help. Bath and Mel needs sponsors. You know what you can do? You guys are incredible at this. Get to get sponsors, you actually just have to reach out to them and say you you want them to sponsor. Really? Listen, I okay. So I tried to get AdamandEve.com to sponsor us because hello, perfect. Um, and they're like, do you does your episodes get ten thousand views each episode? I'm like, we barely scratched like a (laughs) hundred. Shit, what are we at? Like, we don't care about that. Yeah, you have to find sponsors that like don't care about listenership. Right. They just what I, give you a yeah. link, and then you like create a little account, and We're you, down. Get little, you, yeah. you get their little like link hyperlink, and Ooh. people can put the code in, and then you get paid whenever people like buy from your code. Right. Okay. Generally, what I like to do is, I don't know if you want this on your podcast, but I like to pitch to them about help me help you type thing about yeah, like yeah, yeah. why yeah. our listeners need you and how mm. we can benefit you type thing. Yeah. I don't know. Adam and Eve can just suck it. Literally. They are. They are. <sighs> it would have been so perfect. Uh, it yeah. really Anyway. Yeah, but yeah, we would love sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will test out all the sex toys. Guys, come on. I will do Great. I would do it for the team. <laughs> I'm a team company, player. There's a company called Shocker Rubs, and it's crystal sex toys, and you can oh. put yourself with rose quartz. So hey, I've heard that's not that. safe from Doctor Ben because no, wasn't the oh what which Doctor uh, Ben says that crystals have pores and then oh, yes, that's what it was. Bacteria can you know? Are, why aren't you washing your sex toys bath? You know, no, you that's wah, wah. I, don't, I don't want to talk about that. You can, yeah, you can sanitize them. So. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. 
Well, I only mm. use crystals when I want to, you know, uh, align. As long as that there's a flared base, you're good. You know? <laughs> but wash your sex toys, goddammit. My jade and anal don't beads. don't put them in the dishwasher. Take the time. <laughs> Rose quartz <laughs> anal beads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love oh. it. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to wrap it up and say cheers. And wash our sex toys. To leaving. Thank you so much. That yes, is thank you for being what here. the Lord wants. Amen. 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 <laughs>